Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 297 of the Fans of Power podcast. I'm Nathan Kennedy, joined by the man who's finally been conquered by something hot, Joe Amato. More on that later. Ronnie Cycli, super, super fan, mega fan. Tyler, definitely not He-Man, baby. Fuck you. And we're here with a fellow Mondo collector, Rebecca Cox, a.k.a. Newt. Should, should we just dive right in to, to Joe finally being conquered? <laughs> by, uh, yeah. I get flamed for being a Ronnie Cycli fan. Joe gets fat lips and she gets a clean break. What the hell? It's because she's a girl. Um... No, I mean she just. If she knew uh, Ronnie uh, Cycli was too. She'd be pissed off too. So, <laughs> I, th- I just, she might like Ronnie Cycli. Bullshit! I don't care if she is in Florida and he used to play for the Heat or Orlando Magic. He still sucks. She'd say he sucks too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, he, he did suck. I always remember playing oh. NBA Jam. Oh no, you're back. I'm back. Good. I don't know what happened. It's there. acting yeah. weird. Hopefully, it stays on. Technical difficulties arise. Joe, out. get me out of sync again. It, it may, because the whole sync issues with OBS and Skype mm. are kind of weird anyway. But Joe, yeah, you got the booger mask on, so that's like automatic automatic defeat right there. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing this mask because I had to do something to the other mask. Quickly, let's say hello to the chat, and then I'll get into this insanity. Pride of Grayskull, Brian Brummagen, Eric Amon, who is the cause of this whole shit, Febmon, Jingle Bellum. Johnny Cock. Go ahead, say it, Nathan. Johnny Cock. There you go. That it happened, yeah. <laughs> Adam Gabbard. Zentron. Eric Sanchez. I'm scrolling down. Let me get to the... Uh, Peanut Butter and Jelly is here. He knows who he is. Daniel Carhoonan. Uh, and uh, let me go. I'm almost at the bottom. Sorry. MCDJ. Piss off there, Nathan. Give me a second. Max 77 and uh, Jeff Morris and Kay Buki, and I think I got everybody if I missed anybody up. Oh, and Grim just popped up asking me if I'm alive. Well, here's the thing. Eric Amon sent me this thing here. So what does that look like if you were to take a guess? I, I know it's two of you might already know, so don't say it. But uh, what would you think like that air, is? like a car air freshener. There you go. That's yeah. exactly the first thing I said, air freshener, because I was holding it here when I opened it and took it out of the box. And Eric was, like, making fun of me. He's like, you moron, didn't you even look? It's a magnet. I was like, oh, I guess I was covering the bottom where it said magnet. But I thought it was an air freshener, too. So I told him, I was like, this looks like an air freshener, Eric, for the first person to see, you know, when you're just seeing it out of the box. So there, Tyler proved it. So piss off, Eric. But anyways, so Eric then sent me what is called Trouble Bubble. It's the one of our hottest new challenges going on. It's 16 million Scoville unit. Just by comparison, that hot sauce that Nathan and Rebecca had a few weeks back i don't know if it was three or four million and like i said i like hot stuff i've done the death nuts i've done the uh, pocky chip and i think the death nut combined might have been 16 i don't know if it was a single nut but either way it's different when you chew you know chew it up in there and you can at least swallow and it's gone but this gum the challenge was you were supposed to chew it until you could blow a bubble but as you're chewing it you couldn't spit out all that saliva i don't know what happened to rebecca's camera hopefully she'll pop back up but uh it's acting the, up you, i'm sorry Okay, no problem. Well, anyways, you chew it up, and you couldn't spit out the saliva. You had to swallow the saliva. You had to swallow. You couldn't spit, Joe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you had had to swallow that shit. He just keeps going over and over again with spitting and swallowing. I'm like, well, Joe, which is it? 
Well, you know what's yeah, it's coming. There, that's another word. But anyways, you see it. You kept chewing. Exactly. You're chewing and chewing, and you had to blow one bubble. I was able to blow two. It didn't affect my throat. Didn't affect my tongue. But holy shit, right in the backs, so like underneath where your ears could be, maybe your saliva glands. It hit it like people were sticking blow torches under it. My ears were on fire. My lips were chapped, and I was like, God damn it, I know what's going to happen. They're going to swell up, and you can see them on the screen right there. They're getting bigger than normal. They're normally big, but they got a little bit bigger. I was I was doing Look this. How, I mean, just admire, just admire how fucking blurry it is. <laughs> Shut up and it's, zoomed it's, in. It's, it's, like a picture of the, it's like a picture of Bigfoot. So listen, so I was doing this live in the Fans of Power Facebook group, and I was like, oh, I, was like I, I, I gotta go. I can't breathe, and I clicked it off. And I went, and I must have been gargling with water to spit that saliva out for 20 minutes. When I came back, it might have even been longer. I had just tons of messages, one from Rebecca and a couple others saying, man, you okay? You okay? They really thought something happened because I was like, I guess that wasn't the best way to end my live by saying I can't breathe, and I clicked it off. I had so many messages, and of course me being ashamed of, of fucking failing that like crazy, I was like, I fucking deleted the video. But it was the roughest thing. I was like, I don't recommend that to anybody. Like, I like having Nathan and Rebecca do a hot challenge. I don't want anybody doing that fucking gum. That shit was pure concentrated capsaicin into that bubble gum. Sickest thing in the world. It's like, this ain't even fun. So don't try the trouble bubble challenge. Otherwise, your lips might look like mine. Your throat might be worse, but. I never had that happen with anything in a hot challenge. So I had to put on this other mask because my one mask that I had cut to where I could blow a bubble through, I was like, I ain't putting that back on. I mean, it's obviously going to see my mouth, plus it's probably fucking on fire. But thank you, Eric Amon, for fucking destroying me. And Eric has another piece, but I told Eric he was going to do it. I was like, Eric, don't you even do it. I was like, I wouldn't even, I don't even know who he would give it to. I was like, I don't want you to waste it, but don't chew that thing. So Eric has another one, and oh, when he gave me camel's milk, everybody asked me, was like, what does it taste like? I said, I don't know. My taste buds were destroyed during the fucking challenge. It's like, I don't even know. I took one sip at the end. It's like, that was it. I was done. So that's it. Don't do the trouble bubble challenge. It's not worth it at all. I, I'm curious, Joe. Would you drink milk straight from the udder? <laughs> it's, oh, it's, I know. I know. It, it you know, I've never been on a farm, I mean, but I mean, I hear it's fresh. Goes in like Polly Shorn and seen him. This is put this place on the mat. And he starts squeezing milk right into his mouth. But camel, you know, bull. Well, no, it bulls. Can't make a bull. Sorry. <laughs> Not bull. That'd be can. something else. We don't have a yeah. cow. We have a bull. I brush my teeth. <laughs> Oh, God. So, um, no, uh, I, God, what was I going to say? Um, I feel like it was something else. Oh, Mobile Recluse is here in the chat room, and he I, – I didn't send it to Nathan. I might do it later, but I did a custom copycat for him, and it arrived at the same time he got his duplicate. He did a picture of them, like, together, showed it on uh, Instagram, then he let me share it on Facebook, so people got a real kick out of that. So uh, he, he enjoyed getting his copycat. I had a pleasure working on it. And um, I think that was it for anything that happened with me with Insanity. Oh, and also Rebecca sent me. She was kind enough to send me. Let me get the bubble wrap out of here. She she got two of these uh, Orcos that are those ones I've been looking for in that mini style. Hmm. But she sent me also, and I got more excited for these than the Orcos. I apologize, Rebecca, but she sent me. Of oh. course she did because so, it's food. So I ate one of these live, and I think I just took three bites and it was done. I had it done in, I don't know, a minute or something. I said I'd probably eat these somewhere during the show, and when I start eating them, I'll take my time. I'll make sure that all three of these last longer than 20 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Right. These won't go quick, I promise. So uh, 
So what you're gonna eat? You're gonna eat all three of them during the show? Yeah, but I'll make sure they last. I'm not gonna be a pig about it. I'll That's, take my time. Yeah, Why would you eat ass. three of those? Jesus because I've been Christ, waiting all week to eat these. Everybody knows that I'm starving, and I've been wanting to hold these off for the whole week. It was hard. I wanted to eat them. I don't buy these because these are a dollar seventy nine at the gas station. You can't get these cheap anywhere else. Only a gas station sells them. Who can pay for that except Rebecca? But we know she can because she got Hondo <laughs> Hordak and everything. Who who can afford a dollar seventy nine in these times? That's a lot of money. Oh my sixty nine. Thanks for joining us. But no, that's that's a fucking dollar seventy nine. Who could keep affording that? And she got me four of them. That's a lot of money. That costs more than the Orcos. So again, thanks Rebecca. But I, I know she can afford it. Like I said, she's got Mondo Hordak. You got well, she all had the Mondo. Fiance, you know, eat ramen noodles for about a week to make up for the difference. There, but... <laughs> that's it. But I don't know if she's going to be able to pop up with her uh, camera to show her Hordak. I don't know what's going on. It's, uh, I, I messaged her. I'm assuming she's still there, but it stepped away yeah. from the microphone. Microphone? I'm not entirely sure. Or she, I don't know. Maybe the whole feed went out, possibly. I don't know. We're going to see if she pops back up. But in the meantime, Nathan, did you get anything else? Or was that one Mondo... Uh, Man at Arms that you got last week, the only recent thing you got. No, I, I, I got I got murdered. Oh, Jesus. Wait, you just got him too now? Yeah. yeah. Tyler, this is... I got Merman last week, but I forgot to show it off. So I don't know about Tyler, but this shit makes me sick <laughs> just watching you with all these <laughs> big-ass Mondo figures that look more and more awesome each time you have it. And then Rebecca showed her pictures, and I'm sure when she gets on with her camera, we'll see her Mondo Hordak. I think she got the uh, Filmation version. No, well, obviously, yeah, because she showed... Yeah, uh, yeah, she she had the she got the Filmation version. I have the other version on pre-order from Big Bad, so I'm a, <laughs> I imagine that will ship out sometime soon, and I'll be like, well, there goes that money. I also, uh, from one of our uh, listeners, <clears throat> obtained uh, Battle Armor He-Man and Battle Armor Skeletor in Classics form. Unfortunately, and it pisses Tyler off so yep. bad because it's only temporary, but I, uh, he, the Battle Armor Skeletor didn't have a head, so right now I'm just using that one that's missing the tooth that came with Molar. And it's driving Tyler crazy. He's like, "You gotta get another, you gotta get another head for it." And I'm like, "Well, all right. Well, here's an Alcala head on eBay for sixty fucking dollars. I'm not spending that just for a classics head." So, I'm, I'm assuming you got the deal anybody... on him. I mean, since he didn't have a head, you... yeah. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I got it for for both. I I got a pretty good in, in classics terms. I got a good deal. I would say for most people that it's still like kind of pricey, but if you go on eBay and look up Battle Armor He-Man and how much he's going for, I, I can't yeah, believe I that. Definitely gotta, it's... I definitely got a, I definitely got a deal there. While you guys talk for one second, I got to look this up because I couldn't even imagine. I didn't know those things would have went for any big amount of money. Yeah, but... Every damn figure, aside from the ones that are still struggling on, on the Big Bad Toy Store, which you know, is only you know, less, I think maybe less than a handful at this point, but. I'm still bad. Hundred and sixty nine dollars for battle armor he man figure? Are you kidding me? God. I'm just looking at all these prices. This is insane. I didn't know they went that much. Yeah, that's uh that's a lot more than I expected. They're going to win it from one sixty nine to two hundred and forty something. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get the demand uh to justify rate the G.I. Joe collectors line uh that was just meant for like the Made to order uh, adult collector line that Hasbro did. All those cost out the ass to get. Like I mean, just even out of the box, they cost a shitload of money. Like unless you signed up for it when they came out, 
you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate that they continue to underestimate the market and the demand for these characters and those kinds of styles, the sculpts, you know, and it's just like, why do you keep making it harder and harder for fans to obtain stuff? It's like, yeah, it's like trying to get into a club or a brand new club, but there's no advertising. There's no sign. There's no number. It's unlisted. You know, like you, you, they don't want people to know about it. Almost, you know. It's I, I don't. I've never understood that logic. Um, I felt classics was advertised a lot more than that GI Joe adult collectors line was. But, yeah, I didn't uh, collect the GI Joe stuff because I, you know, I've never well, had. We know, so I we know, didn't we know about that. But... Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, honestly, I didn't know like even when that came out, how that yeah, was available. Well, yeah, it was, it was so sparse because it's like it was a continuation of the 25th anniversary line that was in stores for a while. And they were making these, you know, made-to-order figures, like really beautiful sculpts. Like somehow I really wish I had gotten in on that, but you had to sign up for it. And I think Classics was still going at that time. So, oh, same you time. To, you had to pick your uh, your priorities. And I certainly could. Were they more expensive than Classics? Uh, they were in that range. I think when they when you bought them as is, they they weren't far off from the Classics price. I mean, but they came in a nice classic, you know, uh, card backs and. Fully articulated, extra, uh, you know, weapon. I mean, they were really, really nice. Like, some of the more obscure characters. They made Slice and Dice. They made the whole damn Ninja Force. Big Bowl was made. Um, but if you go look up any of those on, on eBay, it's, it's you know, you'll find a nice, nice-looking one with the middle finger next to it. Um, because those Nazi assholes are trying to get top dollar for everything that's had, that was from the 80s. I'm curious if stuff it's... from the 70s, outside of Star Wars commands those kind of high prices like is it strictly everyone is fixated on oh it's from the 80s charge out the ass there's like anything else outside the 80s because the early 90s stuff doesn't get charged that much you can buy go and buy like toy biz you know marvel superhero figures x-men uh uh kenner uh batman uh figures yeah Pretty, well, a lot of, I mean, not just batman a lot of the kenner stuff is pretty cheap yeah too. it's not else you know but it's nice if it's you're talking Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters, or DC superpowers. You know you're gonna have to. Well, I mean, real Ghostbusters. Uh, there is some cheap stuff, but there there is a lot of expensive yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, like if you the, want, the only want the stuff original Ghostbusters with the proton packs with the streams intact. You, yeah, you're not you're not gonna. I mean, we'll just say Joe couldn't afford it. <laughs> but at, yeah, but at that at that point, you, you I mean, you would be better off just buying those re-releases. Which is that what Hasbro I did, came out with. I, I just I'm like you know I really wish I had my Ghostbusters, but you know those those reproductions are are quite nice and they were well worth paying fifteen dollars a piece to get them. So, well, we see Rebecca now. Let's see if we can hear. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. It's just my camera. Yeah. yeah. Twice. Tonight it's just shut off for some. Did reason. your cat just want to be on camera with you? Was that it? She she was uh, getting pissed <laughs> off or something. She was like, "I got to be on no, the show." No, he's just he was just over oh, there, he... so I brought him over. All right, well, you're gonna it... show off now. Can we... what's his uh, name? Duncan. What's his name again? Duncan. Oh, oh, there you go. All right, show uh, off the you know, as, as bad as it was, I'm sitting there. I'm like, "There's a joke there." I hope Joe doesn't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm nice. I'm not gonna be vulgar about that. Uh. So let's see your. <laughs> Oh, yeah, never mind. Show Mondo. Yeah, see? See? <laughs> that does so look awesome. That's pretty John, damn cool. John got him me. How many, like, hands? Doesn't he have, like, supposed to be a ton of hands, too, and all sorts of accessories? He came with a lot of shit, right? Yeah, he did. This is my favorite one, though, is the 
Cannon armor. I love the, the, oh, the yeah. blue shade on there. Like the blue looks amazing on him. The blue is my favorite too. That's why John got him for me. Yeah, yeah. and I haven't seen Excellent many people choice. use the cape because I wouldn't display with the cape either. I'd keep the cape off. <laughs> the cape is cool, but yeah, with the filmation well, version. Well, filmation Hordak doesn't need a cape. That's why I was no cape. Yeah. This version came with imps. That's cool. He's That's the cool. only one that came with imps, so we had to get this one. I'm jealous. I, I if I <laughs> easily I would prefer that one over the one that I pre-ordered, but I'm not gonna go on eBay and try to spend. How much is that one going for? Oh Probably gosh, like I don't six, even know. Six, six seven. Well, let's look it up. John pre-ordered for him at PowerCon for me, so I don't know. Did exactly you get that extra head that that guy said he was gonna toss in there? No. Ah, fucking lie. <laughs> with an extra head? I don't think no. Head no at, the, I, at the con, John was like, oh, I really like this version, but I like the other head better. So the guy said he would throw one in there. But he's a busy dude. He probably can't remember the oh. specific order to put an extra head in there. But I don't mind this head at all. No, no. A lot of people don't it like good. it. I don't mind it. I think the only but, thing is I wish the mouth was open. I think that yeah, would change the Yeah, we can see the, the teeth. Yeah, at least, you know, like, Horak is just kind of, like, just looking around. He like always... His red teeth are, like, kind of visible. Yeah. yeah. But it does look exceptionally good. Yeah, it does. Well, if you if you guys want to get one on eBay, it's only about 500 bucks. Already? Oh, I'm just nope. to spend that. Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm good with my... How much? How much is he on the one on that's on Big? Bad? I wouldn't pay that much for for a modern item. It, it had to be vintage. So I wouldn't pay five hundred bucks. I yeah, I'll I'll stick to my two hundred and twenty nine dollars. Yeah, that, that's about as far as I'm going to go for something in modern day. I just felt like the price. Which I, I mean that that price is perfect for the the six scale. It's not ideal, of course. I'd prefer them to be cheaper, but that's typically that range is like anywhere between one eighty to two twenty for. One six scale. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they might. You know, I think a good idea that Mondo. You know, and if we ever get somebody that you know works for Mondo or is involved with them, just shoot ideas. I wonder if they'd like to up the production a little bit because those things sell out so quick, and I don't think they realize the demand. I mean, I know when they first yeah. showed. They've you know, done that with their posters yeah. for, all, for all. I mean, ever since they've done posters, I mean, they have always made a finite amount. It drove me and Nathan crazy because they put up amazing posters, you know, for Robocop, <laughs> Turtles, and we find out after the fact. And they're already fucking sold out. And you can't get them on the second-hand market at a quality price. So it's almost like that's their business model is to always undersell but never go back and make it. Well, again. to some like, degree, but done, I really think they might have, I think they might have underestimated this line. I figured I know they were guaranteeing that, you know, they're going for the collectors that you know have sometimes the big bucks to get this stuff but they are selling so goddamn quick and more and more people are talking about them that i think that if they were to slightly up the production i mean they definitely make more people happy but i think like i said you see the amount of different characters are being made they showed what's coming up in the future and it's yeah. not like people are thinking i don't want to get these everybody's like these are so fucking badass especially for people that you know we've said who, who have maybe wanted to start getting classics and just like how you said nathan you're like maybe i'll start oh, going to the mondo God. line you know you, you know what i should have done is kept track of how much money i've spent to obtain that classics collection behind me i don't even want to think about it really cuz i just say keep putting it into mondo whatever they keep putting out just get the mondo well stuff. I, but i i'm I'm at pretty much the the biggest piece now that is missing in that classics collection is a Panther. That's that's the main thing that I need. 
Every, everyone else, it's like, uh, Sweet Bee and some, some of the characters from uh, MYP. That's basically it. So Panthor's the, the main thing. Yeah, so, uh, did you get you didn't get Mantana though yet, right? No, I have Mantana. Okay, so you got Cobra Khan, you got a sorceress. Yeah. Yes. You, and you've got you got Fistos knocked off the list. Just yep. again, it's in Stinkor. You got Stinkor, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, then I guess it is right. You have Panthor outside of the lower tier Princess of Power characters. Um Well, the only Princess of Power character I'm missing is Sweet Bee. You got Perfuma? And I can't believe you pulled the trigger on her. Yeah. Got to gotta get them all. Right? Uh, so, some of was it like... the price of her or just she wasn't your favorite? Uh, I mean, honestly, the vast majority of those characters, I was just kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. But it reaches a certain point where I'd fe- you almost feel like it's not complete until you pretty much you have You got the Star everyone. Sisters, too? Yeah. God, I I, yeah. I I I wish I had had to buy those because only Tall Star was the only one I thought looked genuinely good out of that lot. But uh, Tall Star is my favorite Star Sister too. Yeah, she looks the hottest. But um, <laughs> but I, I mean, that, that was one of those times where it was part of the line where you were forced to buy it. Like you had no choice mm-hmm. if you signed it, you were forced to buy that damn. <laughs> and it was a at the time a very expensive three pack. So on top of that, the monthly figure. Son of a yeah, bitch. I, I, so I, I guess in a way it's it's even though the prices are higher, <laughs> fucking joke. <laughs> even though the prices are higher, I guess it's it it may be better in in the sense that I can I can pick and choose. I'm not forced to get anything if I don't want to. Yeah, which uh, I, I can't remember. Rebecca, were you were you subscribing at the time? Classics was uh, a, a full time line. Nope, I was completely broke at that time, and I was kick myself every day for not i remember looking at them and like oh that's so cool and i remember back then i forget how old i was when was that 2008 i think yeah, i started in 2008 i, I remember because yeah yeah 2008 how yeah. old was i i think i still in my 30? teens <laughs> i was still in my teens yeah, and i, I was just no, like Joe, you you were you were 30 <laughs> 10 years ago Joe. And I actually, just thinking, no, like, oh, I, I, that's I would be lying. For an action figure, and I'm like, now yeah, I'm just when, kicking when myself every out, goddamn I think day. Was like twenty, twenty or twenty-five exactly. bucks. Exactly. And I remember thinking back then that was expensive for an action figure. Well, yeah, and it I'm was because like, I was working at a grocery store at the time, so it was that was uh, to commit to that one purchase. I'm like, wow, man, I did it. So no, I'm uh, in the same boat Nathan is, where I'm just spinning an arm and a leg for him. I'm just glad that I'm pretty much done. And <laughs> I, I see here that Jingle Bell is like Panthor's 150 on eBay. No <laughs> bullshit. There's no way. I've been no. Way. I've been looking. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, no. like 100. Probably what? No. Three, four hundred. May, may, maybe, maybe a starting bid at 150, but hell no. I like if I could get a Panthor for 150 dollars, I would do it. Mm-hmm. They're going for 300 right now. Right now is how much Panthor's going. Wow. For. Yeah. Three hundred bucks. So if anybody out there has an extra one, or you you want to part with it and you want to sell it for a hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> yeah, I'm your man. I, I deal, sold. I actually I was telling these guys before we started the show that uh, I did spend some money today, and I have a Sagittar on the way with the box, and the figure is pristine. So I can't wait to put that on the shelf nice. with the new Adventures Classics. 
Yeah, I have mine with the box, too. What do you think of that? And it's pristine, too. <laughs> you just sit there and enjoy your $2 candy bar. I'm saving Does this last one. Is it expensive like that, Joe? Uh-huh. Wait, you, you've you've already eaten two of them? Yeah, but I said I'll make them last twenty minutes. God, this what a one. what a fucking what a glutton, man! Well, I just, how are you not like how are you not five hundred pounds? By the way, probably like chocolate spread on his mouth like lipstick, you know. <laughs> a high, a high metabolism, but I'll make this one last. I'll eat this in like fifteen. I know. Last minutes. last last week, I took me like twenty minutes to eat one. No, you twenty minutes to eat one candy bar. You got to be lying. Are you lying? <laughs> When you, you were there. You think about it. I was just nibbling on it here and there. Oh, you were nibbling on it. Yeah. The mouth and just watching it. He wasn't really thinking about how long yeah. it's going to keep going. Keep it going. You know, I, I, that's what that's what I imagine. Like Joe probably doesn't watch porn. He probably <laughs> just watches video of people eating. Like, oh god. I'll tell you what. I, I'll admit. No, I mean not like that. But I did watch the. Uh, <laughs> some guy was eating Popeye's chicken and then ate some chicken called Jollibee's and they had this thing called ASMR so you can hear the crunch. I was like, God damn, does that sound crunchy and good? And he was eating a whole bucket of chicken. I was like, I want a bucket of chicken. I want some chicken. Oh, God damn, that shit got me hungry. So, yeah, I'll admit that. Yeah, chicken, uh, son of a bitch. So then Joe just goes into, the, Joe goes into the kitchen and just starts, like, breaking <laughs> off pieces of ramen noodle and just like, well, if I think about it hard enough, maybe it'll... It eats like... it raw. It eats it just, like, right out of the wrapper. Like, like it's apparently that's pretty good. I don't think I could do that, but apparently it's it's pretty decent. I don't know, Joe. No, I mean, I've I'm never sure just... you've done it a time or no, two. No, I've never just ate ramen noodles. Like, you just probably to cut it. your cheek or your gums trying to eat it raw like that. But yeah, that was just... Raw dog. Some... Going I've raw. fried ramen noodles before in butter. That's actually Ugh. pretty... That's good. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> but, but it does taste good. Well, let's get off the food talk. And, Tyler, let's get into the episode that you picked, which this is a great episode to discuss. Pawns of the Game Master. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a highly underrated classic, for sure. It's... Uh... It's an episode I think fans like. It's certainly not one that is celebrated as much as it, it, as it needs to be. But I feel like there's a yeah. shitload of episodes that are not, which is where we come in. Now, I always yeah, say, I Tyler, I, I didn't really navigate through the He-Man websites back in the day. So I didn't know. Are you saying that nobody really talked about this episode no, at all or something? It just, it's, always like, it's always problem with power, problem with power. You know, they mentioned Tila's Quest, which obviously speaks for itself. You know, uh, they'll mention, uh, you know, shitty episodes like, you know, Greatest Show in Eternia, um, you know, Diamond Ridge Disappearance, like certain episodes, House Chicote. Wait, they'll mention that, the Greatest Show on Eternia, but they don't even talk about this? Are you kidding? Because it's like fun to mention the, the, the silly, dumb episode. Like, um. I don't, I think you guys are laughing at almost like you, you fuckers secretly like this shit. You know, it's it's like the same, like, mentioning Plundor, like, oh, my God, he sucks. He's not funny. It's not cool. It's not clever because he's dumb. It sucks. You know, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, Pawns of the Game Master was just not, uh, occasionally you'd see, oh, okay, th- this is this is where I get pissed off, is that they would, they would show some, some goof, you know, the same goof that probably see a picture of the elderly man from uh, Curse of the Spell or something. Hey everyone! Did you know Eldor was in the cartoon? He was like in the first episode, first season. Like you dumb motherfuckers! Wait, who said that? Oh, just people, people saying because of the similarities. Over the years, they act like just, they just like, some dumb fuck. He doesn't, you know, things like, "Oh my god, like, I gotta let the people know I've discovered that Eldor was it." Like, no, you dumbass. But you would see it a lot. They're, they're ho- you know, they're hoping they're talking to somebody who's never watched the cartoon show in their life. 
Oh, and, and I would so that somebody who would believe that. And I'm sure some people did, but I start. Well, I would only read it to a certain extent because people would correct it. The genius that posted it said, "No, that's not Eldor. Eldor wasn't conceived until much later on, dumbass." Um, right. But from this episode, they would take a picture of the human and say, "Hey, everybody, did you know Pan- uh, Panthro was in He-Man? Uh, her, her, her." Even though this was out before Thundercats, with this episode, yes, correct? It's, it's just like and he had four it. arms, so it's like yeah, yeah. He had four yeah. arms and just had gray skin. I, but but I I see where they're coming from with that. Yeah, there's a similarity, but it's similar, but, similar, but, but it was just really like the same not. damn joke over and over again. Hey, everybody, did you fan throws an email? Her her her. See, shit like that makes makes nerd, like you know people who are into toys and comics and movies. That's the stereotype because you have assholes out there trying to be all silly and goofy and like like geek humor just it makes you just you know you're what gives this this culture a bad name when you post stupid shit like that you know. I'm glad I, you I picked this can't. episode though because this pretty much if anybody's never seen this episode definitely watch it because it puts to rest a lot of rumors or at least thoughts people know about Masters Universe when they say, oh, Tila really didn't do much in the cartoons ever, or Tila was a damsel in distress, and Adam never did nothing, and Orko was always a bumbling magician, never did nothing right. I was like, watch this episode, let's see what you think then. Because in this one, you get none of that. You don't get Orko at any time fucking up a spell. Orko's doing everything perfect. It's like, see, Orko isn't somebody who's, oh god, I'm pitiful, I'm worthless, I'm no good. It's like, he's badass. Look what he did the whole episode. He was always doing stuff. Adam drop-kicking, doing shit, trying to save the day. Tilo non-stop, wanting to kick ass and kicking ass at times. Like, what would you get out of this episode that you think you wouldn't have got? You got everything. And it just debunked all these stupid-ass stereotypes or things that people think they know about Masters of the Universe in one episode. One episode. They need to fucking watch this, but... Go ahead, I'll pass it back to you guys. It's so much more easier to talk to the masses that you, you know, because everyone wants to be a, a, a connoisseur of everything. It doesn't matter what it is. You can be a connoisseur of Spider-Man. You can be a connoisseur of Batman. Be a connoisseur of the Transformers. Hoping to God that there's some, a shitload of others out there just like you who really don't know the difference and can just go along with what you're saying. But uh, that's why I just like to steer clear of all those morons. I just like, you know, I'm not, no, nah, other people can deal with it. I don't want to. Um, well, I... I, I maybe it's just because I always looked at it differently, and I, I want to say this to anybody that's watching us and you know agrees with our opinions for the most part. And if you don't, whatever, that's cool too. Yeah, that's fine. But I hope I hope that even if you do and and you're encouraged to go watch this if you haven't and you agree with what we think about, always check things out for yourself and do your own research and form like your own kind of mm-hmm. opinion. Never, never go on and try to like leech on to someone else and just be like, well, they said it. So this is what it is. And I mean, you know, cause no matter what Joe says, we're not like the end all be all like of the property. Right. And I'm surprised that so far we haven't gotten like a comment and just be like, you assholes don't know shit about nothing, you know, but I didn't say we're the end all be all. I said, I please am someone do that. Said. Someone do that as a joke. Make that make that comment down there so Joe will get all flustered and <laughs> get pissed off and be ready to go fight somebody. The moral but... of the story was targeting mean them some bitches at the end. Did you remember the moral of this fucking story about you know playing with others and if you lose and don't be spoiled? It was it, were like, it, it, rem- it reminded me of you because when Orko's <laughs> talking about being boastful about winning, that reminds me of you. Because I, you know you, I know I know you were that kid because you're like, was, look at my Spider-Man jacket. Let me tell you how I want it. I'm the best video gamer of all time. Well, I played video games with this man, and he 
he's got to walk you through the whole thing. I'm like, Joe, I do know how to play video games. And that's when he gets all smart-ass, and he's like, do you? It sure as shit doesn't look like it. I've watched you stream video games, and you suck. (laughs) But I'm a good guy. I swear to God, I never, like, bragged if I beat somebody in a game. So I was a good sport. And, yeah, if I screw up on something, I get mad. But I was a good – I really was a good sport. Rebecca, let's pass it to you. Your thoughts. Get some thoughts on uh, Punk. (laughs) I like how he's just like, I don't know, talk about me. (laughs) Oh, this is such a good episode. I'm so glad you picked this episode because everything you guys pointed out, one thing that I always like about it, probably because I'm a girl and I'll embrace that, was the the dynamic between Tila and Adam in this one, where you really get that sense of that she loves him. You know, there's that great scene at the end where she's asked what a perfect man would be and she would be like, she said, was it she said the... The courage of at, of He Man and the wit of Adam. Yeah, I yeah. really like that part of it. Yeah, there's a good. Thing. Was, yeah, that's all thanks to Paul Dini. Paul Dini just knew how to add, even though he's ashamed of this show. Um, he he just always knew how to add. So he's much ashamed to the of the mythology. show. Oh God! Oh, yeah. yes. is, yes. is it like is it open in like a video interview or like just a website like? Where did you see this? Well, not only from the the BCI, you know, the uh, initial DVD release that came out where they interviewed people who wrote the episodes. Um, Paul looks very uncomfortable and unhappy to be talking about He Man, uh-huh. and then others who have been around him, you know, have often said too he's 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 not very happy to talk about He Man. Like he's just oh, not. God, I, I don't know, and yet when he was on Kevin Smith's podcast, that when they go over He-Man, he doesn't speak malicious about He-Man, like it's an embarrassment. Um, but I kind of got the vibe from, you know, the, some of those guys that, that worked on You know, I don't know if Bruce Tim thinks that way about it, you know, working on He-Man. You know, I know these guys want to do familiar. things, but, you know, I know Paul Dini is not, not too proud of it. Um but I also don't know if he, if he's heard a whole lot from fans who like look, you don't understand you added so much to, whether you like it or not you added so much to this mythology that we're still carrying on today and you know if he can't be proud of that you know I, and he's a very talented writer we know what he's done oh, with yeah. Batman so but uh, you know and I know to him it's just you know uh, he, he's actually interviewed about this inter- this this particular episode as well and he just kind of plays it off as like yeah I just don't like the kind of tradition you know I think he referenced like Star Trek or something like that or, or something along the lines where the hero is got is put into an arena having to having to fight fight for his life kind of thing. You know, kind What's of something wrong with you, that. Come on, Paul. But, What's but wrong with that? If you just if you just go watch the interview on the DVD, he doesn't sound like Larry Dittelio is enthusiastic about what he talked about what he did. Uh, Michael Reeves is enthusiastic. You know, Lou Scheimer's very enthusiastic. Everyone else who's interviewed for those DVDs that worked <laughs> on He Man is quite enthusiastic, or even if they're very old and don't have a lot of you know energy they seem very happy and sincere that it's so awesome that people still love he-man to this day and paul just kind of sits there like yeah 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 do i get paid now you know you just kind of have the he just had that it it sucks it really does yeah it's disheartening especially when there's people that you know worked on the stuff that you love growing up and then some of them don't have that same enthusiasm or some said oh well it was kind of a paycheck it's like oh it just it hits you you know because you assume they had a love for it but for some of them it was kind of just a job and i think they need to hear from a lot 
Yeah, if they hear from more fans, maybe that are passionate and what it really meant to yeah. them, maybe it would change some of their minds, you know? That's it. Yeah. I actually, I actually had the, the, the nerve to, to try and reach out to Paul Dean. It just shows you what a what a ego I had like way back when. Like I'm gonna get Frank Jella. I'm gonna get Paul Dini. I'm gonna get them all. No other female podcast is gonna do what I've done. And I, I never even got so much as a hey kid, beat it. You know, I was hoping to get something back, but I didn't get jack shit back from uh, from Paul. Let's Dini. talk about that signature, that autograph you never got. No, that's cruel. What? Which yeah, <laughs> you know the one for your Alan Oppenheimer. No, I, didn't oh, he, I he know, but I meant. Autograph. I know. I just meant you didn't get what yeah, you wanted just... on it, but at least Thomas got it for you. So, but yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah, get it when I, you I, asked. I still wish I could have pulled a George Clooney. You know, you old bastard. I want my fucking autograph, you old bastard. Well, Tyler, while I quickly finish this third bar, why don't you well, tell me? Like, wait, I thought you were going to fucking take your time. It's like 15 minutes. It's been 20 minutes. It has been 20 minutes. My God. It's not been 20 minutes. It's like 10 minutes. Just shove it in your mouth and swallow it. Put it in your mouth. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, get some more stuff on your mask. And that had happened, yeah. But, but no, Tyler, I do no, want to hear. What's what got to me uh, the most as a kid, and I remember I, uh, this on VHS, I didn't rent it as much because Skeletor, it came with uh, the Return of Granomir. And I would look at the back and the box, like the colors on it were, were different than the uh, the rest of the He-Man VHS tapes. And knowing that Skeletor wasn't the villain in either episode, I didn't rent it that much. Because that's, that's how I made my choice for the weekend. If Skeletor wasn't the villain, um, I don't know about this. I'm not feeling this episode. But when what I did read it, and I, I really got to appreciate uh, the Game Master's uh, goons, Bear Man, Insect Man, and the Humanoid. <laughs> it, sounded, yeah. it sounded like you said Game Master. Not the Game, game master. master. Yeah, 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 the Game Master. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, you I, know, I bet that there's probably someone out oh, there that like looks at game master's outfit and be like huh, game master more like it oh that's, well it's, uh, yeah the same jerk offs who want to sit there and paint prince adam as as gay because he wears you know you know i have a pink gym tank top i wear you know you're saying there's something wrong with that what, what is it with dudes that are so worried about wearing pink i don't i don't understand that i, I, well, I mean obviously i think for like growing up there was a stigma that if you wear pink even though i had like neon pink clothes when i was a kid like t-shirts with like skateboarders and stuff like that on there yeah. but i think good, a little yeah. bit older it's like that's feminine if you wear pink and you know you get a little i, bit older, I can like, see boys thinking that when they're like 13 and insecure but once you're but a man that's, it's that's like the mentality like because when you're growing up everyone's trying to say that you're not a man that you know we're all struggling to become men and the last thing you, you want to hear is like you know some jerk off with the pop collar saying he's a dork he ain't a man you know or just constantly questioning your manhood when i'm sure mm. girls are trying to give each other eating disorders i don't know what what, what do they do rebecca <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah pretty much that <laughs> yeah uh, i'll tell you you look butch or the opposite i'll say you look butch well, black and red have always been my favorite colors ever since I was a kid. Oh, I was what obsessed with black and red <laughs> and blue and a little bit of blue. I don't know. I just was off in my well, All right. Well, Joe, what, what's your what's your stance on wearing pink? Do you you, you wear you got any pink t-shirts I, or anything I, like that? I don't have any, but I wear any I wear anything. It's just fucking clothes. Clothes <laughs> is clothes as long as it's just a regular t-shirt. So I can see Joe doing that. Five pack of pink t-shirts with a pocket. You'd buy it, right? 
I mean, that's if they I mean, were a dollar. For me, it's all about dollar. the price. I've gotten some crazy cheap shit. That's like, what are you wearing? Like, you guys made fun of me where I talk about, I bought a dress shirt. You're like, it's not a dress shirt. It's a polo. <laughs> it's not. Well, for me, that was it's a, considered dressy. A polo Anything shirt. beyond a t-shirt is dressy to me. I was like, Anything look at me. Anything that has stains on it is a dress shirt. Wear <laughs> <laughs> next week. We're going to have a special guest next week. I won't say who it is, but I'm going to wear that dress shirt and show you how yeah, nice and proper I look. It has two buttons. Oh, man, please, Joe, get a clip on <laughs> It does. It has two buttons. It has a collar. I'm like, this thing looks fancy. It was only clip, one Clip on bow tie. Do a clip on bow tie. Oh, that that yeah. would look great with yeah, your man. Bow tie's a smart look. You know, you see, mm-hmm. see people at Virginia Tech wearing bow ties like professors. Like, Larry David is right. It is a smart look, you know? And you see I'll Joe wearing a bow tie when he goes to Dollar Tree. I will try to I don't. tie. I don't know how to tie like a handful of flowers to go pick up the day. He's wearing like a bow tie. It looks like a gentleman collar with like his, <laughs> his like little hat that he takes off. I don't, I, you know, I don't see Joe being like a gentleman, like picking up a woman on a date. I can see him just showing up, like holding his car door on there. And she's like hey, looking out here? the window and he's like doing this. And she opens the door and he's just like, hey, come on, get in. If I turn this thing off, it might not come back on. <laughs> And it, it is fun to Let's go to Popeyes. Joe, uh, date with Joe would be like, you know, like what? You know, does Joe pick her up? Does he meet her at McDonald's? Like, do they, he's like, yeah. You know, like, I have left the car running before Joe, because Joe kiss on a first date, and he, oh god, like, baby, I don't do that in a first date. I, I you know, he saves his mouth for eating. Yeah, like his, his mouth is tired. Yeah, his mouth is tired. Yeah, I've the, the car though running. I just want to go home and eat Popeyes. It has conked out at times. My car has done that, so that does fucking worry me. On a date? Uh, um, no, I, I'm just in general, so I would be I probably... I like Karate Kid with Daniel's mom's car is constantly breaking down a lot. Exactly. You know, all right, well, it happens perfect. all the time. Yeah. Remember, it happens all the time. Pushing the car, all right? Yeah. And they jump in. Yeah, His face joke. that he made when he slammed that door when he had to get out to fucking push that car. He looked so disgusted. In front of the rich parents, that would be me. I'm Daniel moving to a fucking fancy uh, or a different area than going with somebody in a rich neighborhood. Oh my god! Could oh. you could you imagine Joe, like in in that uh, like going to yeah, the going to Encino, Encino. yeah. God, oh, I would man. be so out of my element in a rich area. Oh, that would be awkward. Something like that. Oh yeah, that would be kind of uncomfortable. God, well, I, 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 before we get back to the the three goons of the game master, there, Joe. What 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 is your if, what's your go-to for a first date with a with a young young lady there? Like when you're when you're putting you want to impress the girl, you take her to Dollar Tree first. I am and, so scour her with gifts, or you take her to dinner you. first, and then and then to Dollar Tree. Come on, baby, Any, talk, anything in the so store good. you pick it out. It's I, yours. I have such a way with words. Like I said, Daddy you know me and how I interact with people. I make people feel you know feel so comfortable, but. Yeah, it ain't gonna be a fancy restaurant, but it's because and then that's well, how they end up on the floor like the rest of the store. It will be a Popeyes. It'll be something like Taco Bell. It could be Red Robin. (laughs) Now, do you you make her pay or do you pay? (laughs) I pay. I actually will pay. So I am a gentleman. Joe's got coupons. That's why he can pay. Almost spit my drink out on that one. It's like we could go out to a fancy restaurant and have steaks and stuff. Tons of money. Looks at what coupon could buy the most food for that night. That's where we're going, baby. Look at this. Well, I I like how Joe's like. Well, we. I like how Joe is like. We can't go to the steakhouse because he's got that whole thing and he has to eat with his hands and you, you can't. 
You can't go savage on the first date. Freak out on the first date. Yeah, exactly. On the first. <laughs> Maybe if it could ever happen, then they're like eating with steak. It's like, who gives a shit? Because well, she's, she's what like, is she? Hoping, like, Joe, are you that aggressive with your hands in all other times? She goes, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> just completely yeah, oblivious to our sexual advances and with the like blood yeah. dripping down his mouth. <laughs> I, he drinks a bottle at eight one. Person, I swear to you, like I said, I can make people enjoy the cheapest of shit and you'd feel like you were eating like a, a oh, queen. I think they're just shit. trying to be nice. No, the, what? I just oh, think they're being nice. nice. No, try, There's not a look at disappointment on their face <laughs> when they're like, all right, we're going to Taco Bell. If, and they're like, oh. If you would see me, how I interact with people. Well, you know, like, I'm just really outspoken. I'm fun, but it's just a way. I, I, how, how, yeah. How would I know, Joe? The only time I talk to you is when we're doing the show. <laughs> or when I'm cussing you out in messages. Yeah. Or when you're yeah. cussing me out in messages. This guy's a yeah. chill, man. He's calling me a fuckhead and a shit lip every three seconds on fucking Facebook. But I really am a nice guy. But yeah, it's, it's nothing but the best from then on but oh christ yeah, it's all it's only the best five layer beefy burritos <laughs> or joe do you invite him over to your place to cook him you know food in the microwave from dollar tree like one of those uh or chicken gizzards yeah <laughs> <laughs> nothing gets a woman hotter than chicken gizzards fried in butter baby <laughs> i'm sure that joe wants to mind now like I, i'm a great cook like just like uh, you just come over Bring your appetite. I'll take care of everything else. <laughs> it's fucking chicken gizzards <laughs> and ramen. It's chicken, yeah, it's ramen. And, and for dessert, butter and Reese's Pieces. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, Reese's Pieces on the butter combination. Have it in a glass on the table looking all fancy. One of those dollar champagne <laughs> glasses that they have at Dollar Tree. I put it in there like, oh, look at that. Just take a it's sip It's not even that. glass. It's plastic. 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 Yeah, they click them together. <laughs> You call it, you call it glass stick. It's a combination of fake glass and plastic. You got glass. Any... I, I so want to record a date with Joe. Like we, you know, we yeah, just we too. just go along secretly while he's you know trying to put the moves on this girl and just see how long it takes before she decides she's gonna throw up. And yeah, okay. or when they're there and things things are getting hot and heavy and Joe all of a sudden gets kind of like nervous and he has to like go take a dump or whatever. And he's so like, he's I'll like, be right back. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it well, baby. Trust me, I know how to pull out. He just goes and gets like saran wrap right or something. Anyway. You're safe with me. <laughs> Let's get back. To I think I, oh, I think Joe's a, a big proponent of the saran wrap method. Yeah, hold on with a foil, it's, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, he tried that. It, Where's this going? It, it, Jesus it Christ! Really irritated on the inside there, right, Joe? <laughs> So, Tyler, let's get back. You never do that again since he the great... He calls it a steak wrap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Well, what well made there's, you... a, there's an image. This... What made you pick this episode, Tyler? Go ahead. Jesus it Christ. Christ. Well, no, I was... Well, I was gonna say too, like when when he gets real nervous and he ha- he like goes and he has to go barks. take a dump, but, yeah, but he's like, oh, you know, hey baby, like any any candy bar there, you know? <laughs> here's, here's this. I'll, I'll be back in five up. minutes. But then he comes back and she's eating the whatchamacallit, and he's like, that's a dollar seventy nine. Damn. Date's over. Yeah, I said the dollar box. Outside, the dollar box. She had her clothes off, and he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give her cab fare nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, God, we could have so much fun doing a sitcom of Joe is a single man I, on the dating scene. I mean, it would be so cheap to film it. You know, it'd be a low. I mean, Roger Corman couldn't couldn't make something of the quality we're going to because we could do cheaper than him. Oh, I'm just sitting there myself after I throw her out and she's out there half naked. And I'm sitting there in my bed like, 
Damn, that bitch was eating my whatchamacallit. <laughs> he's licking the wrapper. Licking the wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Completely oblivious that she was wearing, wearing like, oh, like quick panties at him with like a, it was a skid mark in him. He's like, you know, just, you know. It, I was saying that she's in Jaws 4 when she flicks her panties at Lance Guest. Like, it would be great if there was a skid mark on there. Hot. Oh, <laughs> that would be something Joe, Joe. Or Joe, Joe goes to the bed and you see this big skid mark in the back of his underwear there. <laughs> like, would you see, baby? Wait, wait, no. It's like, um, it's like the scene in Showgirls. It's oh, like, yeah, so yeah, she's out, so, no, off. so she's, she's out there naked in, in like his kiddie pool that he has in the backyard. It's and then at, Joe just moves into frame and his tidy whities and there's just the, the shit stain. That's what you there. see, the big shit stain there. <laughs> Joe's wearing oh, shit. plastic glasses. Yeah, out there. With his yeah, Welch's, you know, cider shit, you know. Swirling around fancy. and smelling it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Freezer, baby. Would he even go that far? Wouldn't it just be like grape crush soda? No, he doesn't drink soda, so maybe that would check out a little yeah, bit. Great Kool Aid. Yeah. Or flavor. Great. That would be great flavor aid. See? Hey, baby, you perfect. Like toasts for breakfast? <laughs> toast them, the brown sugar ones yesterday. I we, we, we got it. Toast them. Uh, You're getting the generic strawberry with no frosty or anything like that. I do. I, have, I think I still might bastard. have a couple down. Can I finish it? If I still had that box, I was going to go downstairs to show you. I have them. I have toast them. The brown sugar. Oh, my God. I know you ain't bullshitting, man. Oh, shit. Man, I want what to talk hat. about insect man, bear man, and humanoid, man. We're just talking about Joe and his skid marks. Yeah, let's what get back happened? to the yeah, What happened to show. this show? We need we need to we need to write a Joe sitcom. We need to write this. We need to make this happen. How you doing M three reviews? I hope you're enjoying the insanity that we've just uh, been going through for ten oh, minutes. We call, we call it Joe because I was gonna introduce you like this uh, last week. The American Chief has kid sock. You know I can do that. And, You know, based off your bloody sock episode, you know, it'd be great, you know. Good. I can work with that. I God, I am I cheap, but it can work. <laughs> but then he just, then he just pulls like you know how uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers on some of their sets would just go out there naked with just socks on their dogs. Oh yeah, there's Joe. I could see Joe doing that, but it's a bloody sock, and people are like, "Man, what's wrong with you?" And it's just completely just hanging down to the all, all to the left. And... <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's it's well, not Tyler. a real side there, baby. Back to the show. Go ahead. <laughs> trying to fill this thing out. <laughs> Joe would have a crooked penis. Thanks. But in particular, what made you pick <laughs> What oh, happened to the show? My hurt from laughing so much. Oh, All right. Go ahead, Tyler. Back, back to the show. We'll try to get back on What made you pick uh... Paul the Game Master anyways? Okay. Well, let's talk about the Game Master some more. Um... Well, I, the, the the villains always really stuck out to me a lot as a kid. Like I, I, I liked the, the reptile guards that the game master had, the humanoid. What? <laughs> this still sounds like game master. I'm sorry, that's just how it sounds like. I was still laughing at the last conversation. <laughs> I guess it'll take a while to kind of get ourselves regrouped there. I hope everyone else at home is enjoying this. And I just, I, I, oh I my god, would you guys get on with it already? It's my only day off this week, damn it. I'm going to have fun. Yeah, cut loose. We only do this once a week. Let's make it work, worth our while, and hopefully everyone else is too. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I think the humanoid, like, for, like in particular, because characters with the forearms are something we didn't see that much. 
in He-Man. So that always really stuck out for me as a kid. And I, I remember co- trying to come up with names for the characters when I watched the episode because they're not name-checked. None of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no idea. Until James's first edition of his book came out, I had no idea it was Humanoid, Insect Man, and Bear Man. So I was coming up with the Bear Man, Kodar, like Kodiak Bear, uh, Insector. That's a better name. That's a way better name. And I maybe mean, they were just placeholder names. Maybe that's just kind of what Paul Dini wrote on the page, and they just yeah. came up with a bear up walking upright, you know? It's kind of like when you see the credits in movies where it's just like man in store or yeah. something, you know? And uh, kind of like uh, Nemesis and Force in the G.I. Joe movie. Like, I really felt like that was a placeholder name and not necessarily the name for the character. Um but I just thought they were fascinating. You know, they they have a, a cool look. Like the especially the insect man is a robot or a cyborg or, you know, you're not really kind of. It's he's enslaved. That's what I say. Went with insect man when I seen that. You know, like you said, when we seen the names from when James showed it, because it was always just like some weird kind of robot. Yeah, an insect type creature. But I got always cricket, more of that. You know, it's, it's like yeah, a it's a, yeah, cricket. it's a cricket. Yeah. Which I, I thought was great. Yeah, I, I really it's or anything. Just the cricket noise is the only sound you heard when he was going to attack or something like that. Which was Bearman was crazy. my favorite out of those out of that trio though of those villains. You know, for oh, the game master because the there's certain shots like when when they attack the palace and Bearman jumps down and then the humanoid insect man leap up to the top of the wall. Like it just it, it's a cool visual of the three of them and Bearman has that beast man growl. So they have a lot of really cool moments, and when they attack He-Man at the beginning as well, the animation of Humanoid grabbing a hold of He-Man, and he's wrecked all four arms around him, and He-Man's just, like, trying to throw him off. And Lots of unique animation for that episode, it, too. It is. Yeah, that's, that was a great scene, them attacking yeah. He-Man at the beginning. It looks awesome. It could have gone on so much more longer. I really wish He-Man had done mm. one-on-one battles with all three of them, but he just takes that, all three of them all at the same time, essentially. That yeah, would have like been a great two-parter. Too. If they could have did a two-parter on that, that could have worked to get more of it. I think yeah. that would have been yeah. nice. Yeah. I like, feel like you could have with... stretched that out for two parts. Easily. No, they could have made it two parts. I mean, they could have had it. It ends with when Adam like, walks away from Orko and Cringer to go go get Teela back. That's when the episode yeah, ends. That's sort of, yeah, this is about to say when Teela gets taken. That's a great cliffhanger. And then the whole the second part could have been nothing but arena battles. Like, all right, now you got to compete against Humanoid. Now you can take on Bear Man. And then Kregox the Terrible, once Adam has gone through, you know, the three henchmen. Like, oh, my God, man, we did it again. We we just, we, we just you know, made a great episode even better. How do we do it? Do it happens, do it happens every time. That's what it means when we spitball and do it. Every time it happens. You don't need to have, like, you know, ten days to come up with a shitty script or something that's going to suck. It can just happen naturally when you got passionate fans that will love this stuff. No, I mean, I love this. The whole goddamn episode, it's... I even like the part, again, to prove more about how Tila's worth and how she was not worthless or always the damsel in distress or... You know, we already know what that. she likes. Oh, fuck, I mean, half the time, like, she's oh, always... Oh, the chick who voiced her in the last one. Yeah, yeah, you didn't think much of her, and she was nothing. Like, did you watch this fucking cartoon, Sarah Michelle? Did you watch this cartoon? Of course they didn't watch the cartoon. Okay, but she was backtracked on that, by the way. Oh, of course they did. They always got to, like, you know, backtrack on their comments. But, I mean, you even see at one point when the Game Master said, you know, maybe Teela's the one that he would choose as being yeah, the one. Exactly. To- and it's yeah. I like this. Like, she, he sees the battle. Like, goddamn. Oh, wait, even better. How about we have you and He-Man fight? Wouldn't that be something? The two greatest warriors on Eternia. That's how much he values seeing her. So, 
it just shows the importance of Tila. And, of course, in the episode, I mean, I like how she just dismissed and just threw fucking Bear Man, remembered in that cage herself quickly like that. And, of course, then she got, you know, caught. But still, she wasn't stopping all the way through. She was there to fight along with everybody. I think they did everybody justice in the episode. Nobody looked like they were being demeaned or put down or less no. than or shit. They all yeah. did a great job. And the villains are, are menacing. They don't come off as just, you know, quick rollovers. And uh, does anyone see a, any kind of similarity between the Game Master and uh, Negator? You know, uh, Negator yeah, I, wanting people to compete in his, in his it's a you know, yeah. video game world, but he's watching them fight for his amusement, much like the Game Master is more combat. But I, I always felt there was a fun similarity between those two characters. I see what you mean. I always like yeah. the, the episodes or any type of cartoons, comics, where they have people fighting for somebody's yeah. entertainment. Whatever it may be. I, but I, I wanted to, to revisit the Game Master, too. Hell, I even had a, an idea years ago of, like, uh, making him, like, part of an origin for the, the Son of He-Man character. Like, like Dare taken off and your friend's Lizard Man and, you know, gets enslaved by the Game Master. The horse takes an interest in, like, you know, buying fighters from the Game Master. And I just I just thought it was such a cool way of bringing the Game Master What was that episode? Back. I'm sorry, my brain, like, right when you said that about people being enslaved and used as workers, what was that one where in the background they had somebody that looked like a lizard man and bear man, and they were, like, by a conveyor belt doing some shit underground with... What the fuck was that? Well, Come well, on, there's a sequence in, in, in She, Demon, and Phantos where, where slaves are on, on a conveyor belt, lizard man's in that with the, that's, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Alright, that's what I was thinking. I, I knew I seen something similar when you were just... Okay, okay. Yeah, those, yeah. those but, arena episodes are perfect for an action show. Because just without rhyme or reason, you can have people fight, which is what's awesome about action. Well, we turn like, it, it's what we want to see. Yeah, we want to see exactly. these characters kick each other's ass. And it's, uh, it doesn't happen a lot, but we, we got the arena, which is a great episode. It's not necessarily an arena-based, but it is, it's called the arena. But And then you've got the games, which is one of the most embarrassing episodes of the series of, of you know competing, you know, Fisto versus Spike Orr in a real shitty episode. Um, Poor Spike Orr never got any real justice. It's unfortunate. It has never failed. Any any character that I did get to see as a child, and I was like, oh, I want to know what they sound like in the cartoon. I want to know what he sounds like in the cartoon. I finally get around to here and went, oh my god, he sounds like shit. Oh, that was terrible. I I, I couldn't wait to see Too Bad and Spike Orr. Lost Man, I'm like, it was just wretched wretched yeah, voice. The, the games is probably by far his most embarrassing episode at least in visitors from earth he doesn't say anything he's just there to be an imposing you know henchman um christmas special no consistency with him either with his hands his trident and things yeah, move around hand, like, what yeah, the hell is hands change i i don't know what they were thinking when they when they put together like it's lou doing his voice but i'm like I'm sure Lou probably had something more better in mind when he was doing the voice for Spike Or. So I guess whoever was um, in the sound editing room putting that putting that voice together was, I don't know, out to launch or I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm sure. I feel like I'm they sure gave Chris up Mike on some of them. A better Spike Or voice. I, oh yeah. A challenge for him. I would love to see Grimbot put together a better Spike Or voice because that and Tube are by far the most defensive voices of of, of the second season. I think. Can you guys come up with anybody else had a more a more offensive like oh god this is bad this is really no, I mean bad. just like no, earlier when you're too bad I mean too bad I did not enjoy fucking too bad's voice I I mean, just, at all it makes you think like how rushed were you when you were doing those voices 
You know, yeah, how, like many, they, how many were you trying to crank out in a day and just do something yeah, different? They do, you're right. I think they've done so many. It's like they're probably thinking, what can I do that would really sound different? I mean, it was sometimes when you'd hear a voice, it's like, boy, that sounds pretty much just like He-Man or just like King Grandor. Cause, but it's a different character. It's like, but it has it, to be a part off as, as a letdown though like i mean when lou would do you know king randall and stratus i think there's a different there's i mean clearly there's similarities but i feel like it's different enough to where you feel like it's not clearly lou just doing lou like just speaking directly like there there are some variations i think in those voices and uh i mean Mechanic's I villain, voice change pissed me off too i didn't like yeah, the change I in Mechan- that when i when i saw search for a son Search for Sun was not bad, but um, here the Skeletor's everywhere. He's got that really whiny Lou Scheimer voice. I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. Like, a guy with a mechanical neck should sound very robotic, uh, much like how he does in Disappearing Dragons, and I don't know what they were thinking. Why they couldn't just keep the same voice? Oh, I'll never understand that. The worst voice for me, though, in the whole uh, series, not, I guess I'm going to jump to another one. I have to go to Princess of Power. It, it was Comet Cat. <laughs> When we seen Assault I Live, how when, it sounded, honestly. You like, hey! It oh, sounded yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck is that? I mean, I was expecting, like, some kind of intimidating, my God, it's a monster. He's a big ass fucking <laughs> Well, see, Snout Spout was the same way, too. I didn't think, I thought Snout Spout hey, was like, yeah. Oh. yeah, that boy, it was just, it was an insult. Oh, God. It, it just, I was so pissed. I love the Meteor so much. I was so excited to hear him talk. And, and I was like, wait, that's it? <laughs> Are you guys serious? I don't know why they did it. So, if anything. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's got to be disappointing because I'm assuming as kids, when you had the figures, you had your own voice in your head mm-hmm. of what, what you were thinking that they sounded like. So, I, I'll pass that to to both of you and Newt. Feel free to jump in on this as well if you want to. Uh, do you? What voice were you hearing for Spike or in Too Bad? And if you can try to do it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but just kind of give an idea. I never really had a specific, I mean, a specific voice, but it was always a menacing approach. Like you know, up until I would hear Webster or Cobra Khan Whiplash in the cartoon, it was just kind of sounding tough um but fortunately for those characters i was very happy with their voices but but too bad especially um they look so vicious especially bluehead which was my favorite of the two is he reminded me of a vampire like his his look just even though he's got both of them have got sharp teeth but bluehead always reminded me of a vampire when i was a kid um and just i, I was so devastated when i got that entire vhs set and i was fast-forwarding through episodes, trying to figure out what episode, who was in what episode. Oh, oh, two beds right here. Like, what the fuck? You know, oh, my God. You know, fast-forward to the next episode. Oh, 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 whiplash is this episode. Oh, a spike or Oh, my God. You know, and you're just disappointed left and right. Like, all I, I've waited all these years to hear what these characters sound like, and they sound like shit. You know, Cyclone had a pretty cool voice. A brief moment he's featured in here there's skeletons ever i can't remember how he sounds in beauty and the beast and um uh whatever but it, it was just it was not good enough I, I felt like that 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 last tier of characters were were severely short changing in their in their um portrayals and the voice acting and it, that that's what makes it so much more devastating is that you wait you wait you wait you can't wait to hear what these characters sound like and the only reason i knew it was for that beautiful painted ad of the he-man uh, animated series in uh, Star Comics. Joe knows, knows the, ad, the ad I'm talking about, where he holding yep. his sword out. 
and you got web store too uh too bad and um um whiplash on one whiplash. side and stridor cyclone Mossman, and roboto on the other side like all these guys are in the cartoon i've yet to see this you know what i have to show you down that cracked like, me up oh my god his voice sucks too i'm gonna try to find the piece there was a piece that cracked me up it was for um oh my god was it Argentina. It was a different country that took that picture and only used select characters. And when they drew... Wait, fuck it. I don't want to ruin it. Um, I'm just going to find it. I want you, uh, Nathan, just keep talking because Tyler, I'm going to send it. No, just, just, I just talking. It. I, 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 think, I think this is just code for the hookers are getting too loud. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm going to kind of go back to the beginning of this. Uh, I, I know, and we've talked about this before with Tyler being disappointed with uh, Skeletor not being in it, but once again, this is like its biggest strength. I like that we're going on a different adventure. I like that it starts with the game master. I didn't want it to sound like how Tyler was saying it, but uh, yeah, the game master people. is. It starts out with him just trying to. Oh well, what about Ram Man? What about Beast Man? Ah, wait, no, there it is. Ah, yeah, and ah, just. Love it. Building and building to that, and and having that great aspect, and I can't imagine what this was like watching it as a kid when the power sword is taken away, and Tila's gone, and Adam's like, ah. It always man, makes you anxious. You're always yeah, anxious. The power sword was a big deal to watch that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So b- between the whole uh, arena fighting, you have a guy who's in in control of all of this. The power sword being taken out of the equation for most of the episode and then having a lot of these newer characters and just just different and that's what i loved about this so much is it, none of the familiar it, it all felt new and and fresh and it's like i like this concept to begin with anyway and you're implementing this in there and then you have the whole thing that newt was alluding to earlier about how it really does open up how tila feels about adam and he-man and you get a more dynamic of their relationship, and it builds that up more. And I, that is a testament to Paul Dini, right? Like it has to be. It is. He's, and, one that... he's really good at hitting those good emotional moments. Like, I mean, and that particular, it took just a few seconds of animation to convey those thoughts and emotions between Tila and Adam, and Tila and He Man. It didn't take away from the whole episode. We're talking seconds of animation, and it told us everything we needed to know to play off of that. Yeah, you know, he does it so well with Mystery Manny Faces, with showing the the internal struggle that Manny's going through. I mean, from being an asshole to being a broken man to like, look, I don't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. And then of course, Taylor's Quest, which is the absolute masterpiece. You know, uh, just the writing, the direction. I mean, all. I mean, it's it's, it's a full ensemble cast. You know, with everyone who directed the episodes and and uh, storyboarder and everything. But that the, the scripts are some of the most touching scripts, I think. I mean, anytime I watch those that I just mentioned, like you, they're like, I mean, I mean, outside of Laird and Tilly's work, they're some of the most, I think, emotionally driven episodes. Yeah. You know. Totally agree with that. And I just like to call out all those those schmucks out there who just like to plan the show because they think it looks gay, you know, or it doesn't hold up, and just because you lazy assholes are too too busy to, I, I just. It's it's heartbreaking to know the show is not embraced more and appreciated, not just because, oh, I grew up on, I like it because of nostalgia. No, 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 that's not good enough. This show deserves to be held up on a higher pedestal in terms of animation, but people don't want to take time to actually watch the fucking show. 
Mm-hmm. And it shows. They, they stick out like well, a sore thumb. Well, do you think that would be the importance of picking out the right episodes to show them the best? Absolutely. The best? And, I, and I've done yeah, it with well, some people, you know, people that have asked me questions about what if I, I'd like to give it a shot. I will give them a list of like heavy hitters. Like if you really like, want to have an, a good idea of how good the show is, watch these three episodes or watch these here. And, you know, they all came back saying that they really enjoyed those episodes. You know, what? It, not that it made them diehard He-Man fans, but... Yeah, but everyone sees me as the He-Man guy. Like, you know, in, in in our area, I, I mean, people know me as the He-Man guy because that's. I my... told you guys. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake! No, don't. Uh, yeah, don't what? do that again. What, what is that? What is that reference? <laughs> no, don't. You know, He-Man. Have to you're say being it. He-Man. I don't. No. Oh. Well, well, I mean, I get that oh. anyway. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> but, but sure. Not, I'm gonna uh, throw up my three yeah. wedge McCallits. Yeah, I, I get. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I, I Joe, what's what what's worse? What's worse, Joe, the uh, chewing the hot gum or having to listen to that for like the third time? Oh, uh, you know, I would like to say the thing with uh, about He-Man being Tyler from Rebecca, but no, I will be honest, it was that gum. But yeah, that's a close second with the shit Rebecca. I don't. Was. I think I was off when you were talking about the gum. I think I oh, you were. I don't think I was here oh. when you were talking about the gum. Well, I did. I well, read a little bit, and I said, and you were one of the people that did contact me and said, "Are you okay?" Because people thought I really fucking had an issue. Yeah. Oh, saying I can't breathe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there's not much else to say. Uh, yeah. Joe bitched out, and he was conquered. And uh, I'll admit it. I always said I don't play the tough guy role. When there's something hot, I'll admit it. That it was hot. Don't fucking touch it. But I've been trying to find that fucking picture. Keep going. I'm getting pissed. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you just keep sitting there, looking like uh, you're you're dying or something because <laughs> Grandma's wanting to check on you. One thing that uh, really stuck out to me, and I think I, it once again is just a. Another check mark for the writing in this episode is when I was watching it the whole time. I'm like, all right, well, what convoluted, weird way are they? How is he going to get the sword back? But when I saw it in execution, I'm like, you know what? That's actually say it. pretty. Say uh, how it yeah, happened, it's, Nathan. It's very well done. Say how it happened too, so everybody <laughs> can get the gist of how important somebody is. But go on. How well, yeah, it it goes back into Joe's whole thing of like, you know, there are times when when Orko isn't fucking up, and when Joe brought that up. When I was watching it, there was a part of me. It's like, all right, is Orko gonna mess anything up? So, to, to your point, like, I do think that there there is a stigma on that character for a lot of outsiders and casual viewers that get that impression. So when they watch this, they're waiting for it. Luckily, it didn't happen this time. So he uses the spell because uh, he's up there, Tila's up there, and they're they're with the the game master, and he gets the. The ropes off of his hands. He gets them off of Tila's hands. Tila hops down, and uh, the what's the name of the creature? I'm sorry. Bear man, or, or, or you mean a uh, uh, Kragox? Yeah, there you go. So he he's got uh, his tail that that shoots uh, beams out, and it it hits Tila, and the sword goes out of her hands, and that's when Adam runs up, and you're like, all right, well she's kind of she's kind of knocked out. But then wouldn't Game Master see him change? But that's when Orko goes up there, casts a spell, and then we have uh, the, this, what you say, drapes, I guess? A, uh, a very large and he also used a spell like, to blind the eyes of that fucking creature, too. I thought he did yeah. a spell yeah. to flash blind him yeah. there. So Orko it's was like, doing a lot of yeah, shit. So, pissed at that moment. It's like, fuck you guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it really was. He just cuts loose. And uh, him going after Kragox, like, that, that was a ballsy move. Like, even though it's just flashing yeah. lights. 
he just seems like I'm not, I'm not, we're not doing this shit, you know, mm-hmm. get He-Man in here, he's going to kick all your asses. So I just love the take charge attitude Orko had in that. And but I also good that the stigma they... too, that people are just, it's like that assumption people have on the outside that any, any 80s cartoon sidekick is a knock. It's like, I think it's just mm-hmm. the stigma that's painted on a lot of, I never Andy got that. And people love to throw him in with Scrappy-Doo for some reason. Like, oh, he's looking stupid as Scrappy-Doo and is worthless. Like, really? Where? Where do you guys get this? Like, I yeah, never got Are we watching the same show? All right. Uh, Scrappy-Doo Scrappy is really fucking annoying. I used like, to love him really annoying. Kid, I thought anytime Scrappy-Doo is in the show, but I haven't watched Scooby-Doo in almost 30 years. I, I just... I always like the monsters, when I'm like, oh, it's a human. I was really hoping it was actually going to be a real monster, not just... You know, was it ever a monster it's ever it's in one of those? It was the amusement park, what? you know? Yeah, I mean, I think every episode, it was, uh, you know, just a fucking person. I was like, I don't know if they ever had an actual fucking ghost. So, again, I'm not a Scooby-Doo expert, so I know people probably listen, like, Joe, you should know there was this and this and this. Maybe they'll say in the chat, but do you remember any fucking real ghosts in that show? I don't think no, so. It was, no, I, I think it was always just, oh, here's this person. Playing tricks on everybody. Yeah, almost oh, probably, probably trying to downplay the kids. There are no real monsters out there. It's always someone dressed up in a costume. Always yeah. old man somebody. It was always yeah. old And they would have got away with it, too. You meddling yeah. kids. If it wasn't for those meddling kids. And, yeah, the only thing uh, Scooby-Doo related these days is just people are like, ha-ha, you look like Shaggy. I'm like, yeah. You do, though. <laughs> so, hey, Rebecca, That's some more the first time thoughts. I've heard that. And Joe, yeah, so- Scooby. Yeah, because I do uh-huh. like my Scooby snacks and eat. You bet your That's ass. Joe be, he could be shaggy. Joe is uh, Scooby. He's like taking shits all over the place and eating. Am I food. the only person that I know I'm not? You guys can really be honest here. Am I the only person that thought that sometimes dog food looked delicious and you wanted to eat it? I mean, <laughs> no, it really did. No, I mean it looked really good, and it's it's here we are. Especially when you'd give him some of the gr- gravy and bits and the shit in that can. Oh like, my oh, god. That's like it Joe, how much? Why can't I give my cats food? I want to throw up because it's just shit. When I give my cats that same kind of food, I want to throw up because it smells so bad. No, I'm telling you, no, it smells good. Joe's palate, man. Joe's like a raccoon eating out of the garbage. It just there's well, nothing, never... nothing. Everything tastes great out of the garbage. Well, I, I guess we have to we have to ask now, Joe. Never uh, out of a can, but I've had dog biscuits. Um, you know, because I just now, now I have you, to see... now when you say that, though, are you sitting there on the couch with a box of dog biscuits, <laughs> and, like milk bones, and just eating them while you're watching, you know, the evening news or some shit? No, when I'm tempted, I'm looking, and you know, if somebody says, "Hey, why don't you eat that?" I was like, "Well, fuck, well, am I gonna say no? It's just a biscuit. It's a dog biscuit. It's not like it's poison." And I ate. It. I was like, "It's not bad. I'm not gonna eat them, but it what wasn't." What does it bad. taste like? It, it oh, it has a real like you know, especially when you have like the kind of the hard biscuits. It, it has just a dry. Like, it's like a lot of organic shit put together. I don't Joe's like chipped a lot of teeth. No, it's like health food stuff, but... Well, I mean, look at his mask. Yeah. I've, I've had some rabbit treats, because my sister has a rabbit, so I want to try She gives oh her... Oh, my God. Let me explain. No, no. The rabbit has <laughs> Let me explain. It's not what you think. I it, ate rabbit food. No. <laughs> she has this bag of treats that's... It's called yogurt drops, and they smell real good, and they're blue and red flavored. I said like, they smell good, and it looks like candy. Well, it didn't taste like candy, but I mean, I how did Joe not get abducted by someone who's like offering him just damn near anything? The guy could have picked up a damn rock and offered it to Joe. Hey, this is edible. I'll do it if you get my van. Oh, yeah. oh, 
I know. I, I just had to go on that side ramp, but it's it's really good. It is. Yeah, I swear. Joe, Joe see, wants like, to get like a full case of pedigree dog food, and he's like, "Oh man, it's on sale this week." It's see, even this weekend. M3 gave a good comparison of what dog food's right. You're right. He said he's had doggy bones. This is dry as fuck. But he said it reminds him of a Trisket. That is, it, it, I can see what you're talking about. It's real dry. It's almost like, I don't know, they're meant for dogs or something. Well, they are, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you uh, can you still. Do you eat Frosty Paws too, Joe? Frosty Paws? What's that? No, I don't know what that is. Ice, ice cream for dogs? No, but that sounds interesting. Used to, like, they used to kind of used to get in Bible school. With, you eat them with like a little wooden spoon kind of thing. Huh. Oh, yeah, but, I yeah, remember those. Yeah, but they make them for dogs. So they're peanut butter flavored. Mm, I bet you'd be pretty good. I mean, they're using Oh, I'm sure you'd eat it. Well, it's real ingredients. You know, they just add a little weird stuff for the pets. So it's not like you're eating anything that's, you know, contaminated. No, they, they don't put certain flavors it. in it because cats and dogs can't taste like sweet things. You know, so they don't add certain flavors to it. See, Rebecca, next week you got to have some of your cat food. What do you think? Get some cat I'm food. I'm not. No, no. I refuse on, to do man. that. That's just gross. Not that hey, Nathan, it smells he, gross. Uh, yeah, hey, Nathan, you got dogs. Eat some fucking dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shaking like Harry Carey from, from Sona. Hi, everybody. I'm Harry Carey. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's still shaking like Harry Carey. Uh, That's the only Will Ferrell ever did that was any good. Was his Harry Carey impression. God damn it, Joe. Why, why, why are you the way you are? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was real protective of food growing up, so I like trying to... He's like some sort of dirt, dirt nap boy or something like that. He just you could he scratches trust. his head with, the, with his foot. You know, <laughs> I bet he could. Real low. Joe, Joe seems pretty He's swinging flexible. He's people's like you know clotheslines in the back alleys like Tarzan. <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, I, I could think... see I well, I could see him. You know, I, I can picture it. He walks into his sister's house, just got the rabbit and everything, and he's like. What are you feeding that thing? And he goes and sniffs. It's like, you know what? That smells pretty good. Can I have some? And it's like, uh, okay, I guess. And, well, it down. Was you go like that. well, the thing is, I when I go over to my sister's, and like, let's say I do something around the house, you know, fix something, whatever, go visit. Right, the first thing I, the first fix thing something. I go. <laughs> the, you go and steal her food. No, That's what first, you're meaning to say. He's the breaking first stuff thing as he's leaving, like, see you next week. Oh, yeah, I like that. She's probably, yeah. she's not even there. He just shows up and it's like, what's she got in the fridge? Oh, man, I'm going to eat no, I like what Rebecca said. I break stuff when I leave. Could you picture she calls me a day later? Like, Joe, for some reason, the mailbox is broke. Could you come fix that? Sure, I'll be yeah, right Joe's there. Joe's got some of the baseball bat shattered in the mailbox. Well, Because he doesn't, he gets paid in food. Yeah. The first thing I do is when I come in her house, I do go to her kitchen. And she's like, what are you going to go get she now? Should. She knows to have stuff there. She actually, I, I use maraschino <laughs> cherries. She'll specifically oh, buy a brand. Yeah, she buys a brand new jar because she knows when I come over, I'm going to come over and get a spoon and just eat like almost the <laughs> whole jar. And then you know, can't I eat drink juice that. too. <laughs> oh, yeah. The juice is real good. You could oh, drink that like, a, like fucking water or something. Oh, my God. I don't drink the juice, but I do pour it over ice cream. See? Drink I it next time. Drink it. Oh, it. I can't. It's too good. Drink it. Ah, God. Too much. Drink it and eat cat food. Oh, man. <laughs> it's refreshing. Well, well, as for back to this episode, I guess if anything, I will Why? round it up with giving it a, a rating from 1 to 10. Your this. Fa- your family makes sure that they have extra food in their house because they know that you're coming over. 
it's it is sad. I feel bad. That's how it is. But it, no, you don't. You don't I feel don't. bad about it. Come on. Uh, well, I mean, it at is, least you're fixing bad. stuff, Ari, even if you're breaking them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like See, Chris so it's like the gaps gets lay off me. I'm starving. <laughs> oh god! I'm here. I was exactly. just watching a Chris Farley <laughs> documentary, and I saw the oh, Tom Arnold thing, and I was like cracking oh, up because yeah. I was thinking it's of jail. Oh, you eat those French fries, oh, and then you grab one. I just kept eating more. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love joke. that skit. <laughs> I will for this episode out of ten. I give it a ten. I I loved it. I couldn't pick on it like I like doing yeah, just to fuck with Tyler sometimes. Yeah, I give this a ten. Fantastic fucking that. episode. Yeah, it's a perfect score for me too. It's a it's a it's a. I'd give it an eleven episode. if I could. There you I go. Trying to one up us here, huh? I will. Uh, if you say nine, Nathan. I, w- I will give it a nine. I will give it a nine out of ten. And I'll tell you why. There is one thing about it that did kind of bother me, and it was the overuse of the Game Master's laugh. Huh? I don't don't think it was overused a whole lot. uh, Well, I mean, for me, it it reached that that territory in the same vein of, uh, like, how you have gangsters in cartoons, and they're like, see? Like, at the end of the sentence. It felt like like every line of dialogue that he had at the end, he had to do his laugh. So I, I'll knock off a point for that. Sorry if that offends anybody. No, no, I'm trying to figure out, like... I didn't remember that much laughing. Yeah, I guess it didn't he, really... Um, he really doesn't do any laughing until, like, the later half of the episode. I don't um, know. I feel like he laughed a little too much. That's just me. That's just me. I don't say that as a problem, because I didn't think he laughed that much. So if Nathan felt that he, felt that he did, then... Hey, it's better than Joe saying that Buzz Off like the cars, so I'm not... That's another that. voice I hated in He-Man. Holy piss. It's Bill Cosby doing the voice of Buzz Off. Everybody go back and listen to him. You know I'm right. God, what a horrible fucking voice I for Buzz Off. I can't wait to slam Joe's head into a wall. Thank you. It was the first thing <laughs> we'll meet. Like, Tyler, here we go, man. Time for a bro hug. And he slams my fucking yeah. head. I was like, ah, oh, stop, bitch. Like Arnold, what do you got? Slamming that security uh, guard's head in Terminator 2 against the wall. Oh. That's hilarious. What do you got? What's his review? What does the Reverend say in that book? Well, uh, well, first I, I would like to do the trivia for it as well. That way, when you guys, if you guys go and seek this episode out, you can start to pay attention to some. It's of this. on YouTube right now, people. All of them are. Go watch them. Many alien characters were designed for this episode, but never actually used. The Game Master's three main warriors are referred to in the script as Bear Man, Insect Man, and Humanoid. So, like, as you said, I, I feel like this was the first time that a lot of people really got yeah. names to names to faces. Um, the Android Horse, we, which we also didn't talk about. Seen in previous episodes, yeah. a, friend in, Stridor, a friend yeah. in need and the royal cousin appears once more. Though on this occasion, Prince Adam calls it Strider. This would be a prototype robot horse as stridor was being developed by mattel and would not appear until origin of the sorceress yeah the right. two giggling the two giggling ladies in the palace grounds which seemed kind of manly to me were previously seen in the episode city beneath the sea yeah one and of then fine by lou's wife which has kind of a more of a you know a manlier tone or a voice you know yeah it it, it had, like someone's been smoking a pack a day kind of yeah <laughs> Uh, some and finally, some small pieces of dialogue in this episode were changed from Paul Dini's script during the recording session. So I'd be kind of curious to see what those were. But here is the review from the Reverend himself. 
In this episode, Paul Dini once more crafts a beautiful tale by exploring Teela's relationship with both Prince Adam and He-Man. The way in which he does this is extremely clever, not once falling into the predictable traps that come with writing this type of episode. The dialogue between Prince Adam and Teela is beautifully written, and in their brief scene together, we're not, uh, we not only get to see her affection for him, but also, as she describes it, his charm. Even though this episode becomes an action-adventure story at the beginning of the second act, the script somehow maintains its quality, delivering an ending that is worthy of the character dynamics that have been established, and he actually gave it a lower rating than all of us. Ooh. 8 out of 10. Uh, he's got to come on here and redeem himself after that. Talk to James about that shit. That's uh, it's not acceptable. Not acceptable I guess at all. Off of some of his rating, rating his what the hell? Was it the manly women? Uh, hey, that could have been it. Maybe he felt the same way that the game master just laughed a little too much. He didn't say that, did he? No. Oh, okay. Like, is there I would have read it. Or... I would have read that if he said that, Joe. So he got me all worked up. And Tyler, just to let you know, I couldn't find that fucking picture for whatever reason. I couldn't find it. It's just I think what they did was they took part of Stridor, and they didn't realize that that's a horse. That you know, the part of the face was from Stridor's face, and they yeah. kept it on the background to make as a helmet. I couldn't remember if it was for Roboto who was standing there. I was like, you thought, oh no, Cyclone, yeah, I think it was for, was it Cyclone's head? I'm trying to think of whose head was right there, and they thought it was part of the helmet. I was like, oh, that was terrible. So when they drew the art, that's all you've seen, and everybody else is missing, except, of course, He-Man in the front. I was like, who thought that? But it was in some country, I cannot find the fucking picture, and I thought I had it saved here, I was going to send it to you, so. Well, so much for that, and me trying to show you that, sir. Yeah, don't worry about that, bud. Yeah, I just want to show you, because... Uh, I get annoyed when I can't find shit. So, there well, um, Con- quick... conquered by uh, conquered by the hot gum, and now you're you it can't was find this shit. It was, and now I'll say for the chat, if you have any questions for us, pop it over here in the chat room. And I guess I see one already right here from Brian Brummagen. Uh, uh, he said, "Question for Rebecca: I have seen pictures of you as Shira and Adore, which are really beautiful. Have you done any other female characters from Masters of the Universe and Shira?" Um, not yet, but I plan on doing Aaliyah, Teela, of course, and mm-hmm. Sweet Bee. No, Frosta? What's the matter with you? <laughs> I want to do Glimmer, too, but I'm like, oh, I want to do a mixture of the toy and the Filmation one, because I really liked her coloring on the toy, but I liked her overall look in the Filmation stuff, so I want to do my own, like, Glimmer design. All right. Speaking speaking of badass, I, I want to take this uh, little segue here that Rebecca finally watched Cobra Kai. Mm. Whoa! I'm I'm on season. I just started season three, and I'm like, oh my gosh! I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody because it's so oh good. Oh my god! We got her. We got her. <laughs> yeah. I just seen it. <clears throat> And I originally yeah. was like, I started watching it, and I'm like, I don't need to watch the movies, but now I really want to because I'm so invested in these characters. You never watched the movies? You've never watched any of the Karate no. Kids? What? I've never seen one Karate Kid movie. Holy shit. Oh my god. All right, Joe. It's, it, but, <laughs> but it, going it's going to be it's gonna be fixed, it's and at a... least she watches the shit, and she doesn't be like, oh, well, you know, uh, there was there was rabbit food to eat at my sister's, <laughs> and I just I, I lost track of time. Oh no, I'm just awesome. kind of floored. Have you seen my cousin Vinny? Have you seen that? I hope my cousin Vinny. What? Have you seen my cousin Vinny? No, not my real cousin. 
It's a movie. Like, I don't know who your fucking cousin is, Joe. Could you picture she was picture? She was Well, you've never seen the Vinny Amato. The third face, like, what? I love that expression. Like, I don't know your fucking family. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so... cousin... It took me a minute to realize what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I love Chris that Farley. face. Yeah. I love Chris uh, Farley. She's doing that on purpose. She's doing it on purpose. Do Chris what? Farley. I'm... Oh. Chris Farley, what? Stop it. Is she doing this on purpose or is she trying to piss me off? I can't tell. No, no she's she doing, she, she doing her best Joe Amato, you know, Tom Arnold impression there. Joe Amato <laughs> is Tom Arnold. I got it. I got it. I'm still going to screen uh, cap. No, I got Kai is fucking awesome. And I had, I had no, like, nostalgia or any connection with Karate Kids. So, yeah, if anybody's on the fence about watching it, even if you don't care about those movies, like, watch it because it's such a good fucking show. I'm so in on it. Every person I we I have ever spoken to has not seen it, and you talk them into watching it. They come out having binge watched the whole damn thing, yeah. And they're excited mm-hmm. to for more. It was last week. It was just last week that I told you guys I would watch it, and I'm already on th- season three. So I in one week I've been watched. I must have zoned out or something like. I didn't. When's the next season of Stranger Things coming out? God, how long is this going to be until we get it? I thought that was supposed to be this year. When's Stranger Things the next season coming? Any news on that? It's in 2022. They just dropped another trailer for it. Uh, really? Yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here you go. Yeah, summer 2022. Oh my god, we gotta fucking wait that long. God. What about Cobra Kai? When's the next season of that? New, New, New Year's, Year's Day. Eve. New Year's Eve. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh no, shit. Okay, good. That's good. All right. Um, okay, Johnny Cock has a question. He's like, you guys get to plan a special geek wedding reception for Rebecca and John. What craziness do you serve, decorate, etc.? We don't let Joe pick the catering. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say Joe gets his own little like Hold buffet up. section Lined to up. keep oh, him yeah. occupied. Up so. Well, he gets to plan it. He doesn't get to pay for it, so he gets all the best food and what you all right, call Rebecca, it. Here, no, no. Let's say I'm gonna give it to you. That's right. If I was to pay, if I actually did, I'd spend you to, you'd be lined up with them burritos from fucking Dollar Tree. You also, there's these, you get seven, that's right, seven pot stickers you get in a bag, chicken pot stickers from Dollar Tree. So I could just sit there and fry up like a hundred of them suckers. You'd have all these pot stickers. You're not going to be the chef too, Joe. Well, I'm saying, but you'd have pot stickers. You have bean, uh, bean burritos. I'm, I'm sorry, not bean burritos, beef burritos, no beans. So they have the beef ones there. Um, you could have, you could have ramen. You gotta have Popeye's chicken. You have to have that. Um, oh my I, god! Uh, I think that that might be pretty much it. And then yeah, any of the dollar candies at Dollar Tree, you can line them all up too. And I That's think that might be it. Why? It's food. They said geek wedding. Well, I mean, uh, what oh, what else? Well, see, Joe's thinking about it himself. He's not thinking about others. <laughs> yeah. He did say serve and decorate. Yeah, it was oh, dec- oh. his wedding. <laughs> and see, he had service, so I gave the serve and decorate. You could just decorate some good fantasy theme. I'd make it good for you to have some fantasy. It'd be like being in a fucking Conan movie. How yeah, awesome would that be? Okay. Yeah. See, I made up for it. There. Go ahead, you guys. You're giving food and you're gonna decorate for Rebecca. What do you do? Uh. I, I, <laughs> fuck, man. I I don't know. I would, We're not even would be having a wedding food. reception, so I'm just like. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh. Oh wait, real quick. Um, Grimbot like said about weddings is the reception afterwards because those go on like you know, forever. Yeah, they, yeah, like they serve dinner like two, three hours after you sat down. Everyone's fucking hungry. 
Yeah, you know, picture uh, me. I'm always hungry. That's real bad. Oh, Grimbot, send that picture or that photo to Nathan. Nathan, put it on the screen here. I remember I digitally repaired it. So, Grim, I'll send you mine when I find it maybe later tonight. But, yeah, it was Cyclone. I was right. Cyclone's head, there's this curl over it, and you think he's got a weird helmet. And it's Stridor's head right next to him. So, it's just He-Man, Cyclone with Stridor. That head, is weird. And then Skeletor. But it's so weird that some people thought it was a helmet. And apparently they... Wait, so... Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Because you see the the shadow work with the the feet, like in behind, but the they neck? just botched it. They really botched. That's see, really fucking weird. Because you know Cyclone with his helmet, they thought it was an yeah. extension and it was curling over. It's like no, that wasn't a curl over. That's Stridor's head right there, the part of his like the back of his neck. They fucked that up. They they got confused with it. It almost Bot- looks like Artilla or something. They did Artilla's a weird thing. Let's no one ever see. Talks um, about Artilla. No. Um, Rip, oh, Oliver Belmont. No. No. <laughs> Oliver Belmont. Dog Rebe- food. Rebecca Joey Tyler. Eat. No. Rebecca Tyler, Joe, Nathan. Um, do any of you have any Masters of the Universe comics from artist Alcala? And how do you find his illustrated work? Oh yeah, we got all the. We got all the mini comics. We have all of them, and yeah, he does great work. The first four mini comics had the most confusing, and you know, like I said, well, convoluted the story. The stories are nothing to write home The stories—they're bad for people. I, that I, swear, I, great. I hope we get our day in court to some goofball to sit there and like, oh no, it's it ain't savage people. There's no, nothing. We've mentioned that. We did a whole. Either. We did a discussion on that, and some people God. did go back and read. And they said, "You guys are right. They're, the story was terrible. There was nothing Another beyond amazing art." Is you you follow what everyone else is saying because no one else is about taking the time to actually watch Orko, watch the series, read the damn comics. It's so much easier to just jump in with the in crowd. And say, oh yeah, because it's savage. Like fuck you. Dumbass. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> got to read those first four again. It led to confusing stuff. Uh, Febmon for Rebecca. Uh, I asked the guys this before and would like to hear your answer. What show under the age of five did you watch as a kid and do you still watch sometimes? He said, example, Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers. Oh, there's a bunch. Like, they're obviously He-Man and She-Ra. There's Xena. There's Batman the Animated Series. Gargoyles, um, those are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head that I still watch, no that I continue to watch. No, I didn't, I didn't watch Turtles when I was a kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at the faces of you two. Nathan, I think we're going to have to, uh, Nathan looks disgusted. Really He's like, oh. Get, get, get out, get out. You're done. Her camera's off now. Done. It goes away. It's like, okay, there went one. Who else doesn't like has never seen Turtles here? Huh? Anybody? And everybody's just What about the live-action movie? Have you seen the first live-action movie? Oh, yeah. Movie? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. She's redeemed. She all right. Um, game over. Fantastic We're costumes from the Jim Henson studio oh in that God. movie. We'll never be topped. Fairmont they're just, said... They're still making movies, and they can't make them look that good. No. They're just all... Dumber in the head than a hog is in the ass. Fedman with a uh, fans of Power Trivia. What important cast member was introduced in episode 161? Hint, not Newt. Uh, well, I mean... Uh, Assuming uh, uh, it's uh, this dipshit up here. It was Bozone. Yeah, yeah. Bozone came back. Did he? Yeah, that's when he had the camera back. He was vaping all of our faces and playing the damn drums and... Yeah. You know. I well, I'm ass- I'm assuming that it was me. 
Well, yeah, we haven't had anybody else on here that that's a, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I mean, he was gone at episode fifty. He didn't come past fifty. He said it was in episode one sixty one. So yeah, he wasn't around for one sixty one. So I guess no, it I'm just making uh, yeah. Well, I don't. I, I think people really have to dig hard to want to find you know episodes with cat and dipshit. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, if you just click on the the links down below for the audio version and listen oh, to the first okay, fifty, so you I'll, can I'll, get a good get get the the Bozone experience. Yeah, you can hear us talk about many weapons. What an insightful conversation that shit was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, me, and Joe, me and Joe used to conspire behind his back all the damn time, and he'd show up like, "Oh yeah, so uh, what are we talking about here, guys?" And like, we would never clue him in until it was like we're getting ready to record. And he was, you know, he just zoned out and started, you know, beating his meat or whatever the hell it was he was doing on the other side. And he was like, yeah, man, uh, yeah, what Joe just said, yeah, that's my thoughts. Did he reach out to you at all to just, did he want to know the subject or anything, or is it just nope. in his own world? He was in his own world, you know, going, going and I don't know what the hell he was doing, but Joe, Joe was just like, you know, we just talked to each other like, no, we, we won't clone, man, we won't, and it never bothered him. It was. I swear, he was so clueless about everything. I mean, we really could have just made allusions that you know. I, I we. Uh, he, he was just brain dead. God, he was. <laughs> you know. And you know. I, I felt sorry for the the guests he would have come on to his. You know, Masters of Galaxy podcast, and they would just be. You know, I felt bad for him. Like Larry Kenny was on there. The actor played Ninjor from the uh, the Power Tour uh, show was on there, and he would like just disappear and vape into the camera, and he looked like he's like his eyes were like completely glazed over, like really close to the camera. Oh God! You know, you're like, <laughs> oh my God! You know, he was just yeah. I'm waiting for him to pull a Chris Paul and just crash into like the nearest coffee table, you know, <laughs> and just not get up. He's like, are we done? <laughs> yeah, there was an episode I can't remember the one but I got so irritated in one episode and I forgot what I said to Tyler and both of them that like oh yeah I gotta do this I had to leave and Tyler knew something was wrong when I left I played off like oh, I had to go somewhere to do something then after the show was over he's like oh, what was that all about and I just explained how irritated I got on the show of when I would say something he said the same thing oh and then God, when I'd say something so it was, about that. there was something that just really annoyed the piss out of me and I can't remember if we were talking about a mini comic or or Fisto or what it was but something got me so annoyed I was like I just can't fucking do this and I just made up an excuse and left I was that irritated like I said when we do this we're here to try to have fun I don't want to seem like I'm spaced out not enthused doing it I know Drinking I sound drugs, insane. you know just <laughs> No, you know I mean? Like, I sound wired all the time. I might sound nuts, but you, know but you know I'm passionate and I love the property, but I would never want to do that to the fans listening. Just make them wonder, what the fuck is going on? It just was, I don't know. That comes with... That's what it sounded like a lot of times. Like, we do a podcast, so send me free shit. Yeah, you're just like, all right, whatever, dude. I'm trying Plus, to look. He, he didn't want us to do the podcast without him. Like, we had to do it. If, really? if he couldn't make it... We couldn't do it, and we did it anyway. But you know, who says that? I remember he didn't want us to do it because he he was going to go to a Kiss concert. But my dad was in the hospital; I couldn't make it. He goes, "All right, well, show must go on." I was like, (laughs) "Eat my ass!" (laughs) So go 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 back and listen to those first (laughs) first fifty episodes if you want to get the full experience. This is when. 
this is before uh, the stories weren't divulged about uh, Joe and his many escapades with kissing girls at, at the tree and the hookers Stealing their food and dog food and, and all of this. Coupon, yeah, this, the coupon is, king. And... Yeah. It was straight up He-Man, He-Man discussions that with, when we had uh, someone who's just completely spaced out, just staring at the wall or the ceiling or any a shiny object. We we don't know what he was doing, but he clearly was not paying attention. But I see, just, you guys actually had to look at it because there wasn't like a video version of the show back then. It was all no, audio, no, right? No, when we it was all audio. We we uh, it wasn't until we split up from him and Joe and I think. Michael Bell, one of our listeners, said, like, dude, did you see what he's doing? And I, I thought he was, like, you know, at the time, like, smoking from a bomb and blowing the smoke into the camera and just being completely oblivious. You know, this is back when, you know, it was still, like, you know, marijuana was, you know, illegal still. Not that it would have been a big deal, but he's just like, yeah, man, I'm buying toys like He-Man. And just, like, the guy just looked like he was out of his mind, like, you know, someone let him out of the asylum. You know, he was like. He was like the beginning of Halloween. We always picture Joe in his bathrobe running around stealing cars. You know, someone let Brian out. And... No, I just, like I said, there was that one incident I mentioned and a lot of others. It's just like I said, I don't wish bad on everything and uh, anybody. I mean, I hope the guy's doing okay. But it's just the one thing that annoyed me was also when we do, I don't know how many episodes, I would start talking Tyler Wood and I'd hear, bang, 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 bang. he'd start playing the guitar looking the other way. It's like, why are you That's playing? So Guitar. I'm, I, we're sitting here talking, no, and you're playing no, guitar. Note to self: Bring my guitar over, and plug it in. And I don't know <laughs> oh, how to play guitar. It I'm just really start pissed me off. Especially when I was getting messages from people on Facebook. What was that sound in the background? I was like, oh, he was just playing a guitar. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, what am Why? I supposed to say? That's more confusing when you can't see it, too. Yeah, yeah it's just. Uh, well, hey, if really we can get one more good question before we wrap it up. Anybody in the chat room, give us another question or two, then get ready to wrap it up. In the meantime, I don't think there's anything else that happened recently or as for any new stuff. So, oh, I think somebody sh- – oh, did they show a commercial? I thought they showed a commercial of some – well, no, it wasn't a commercial. I can't – no, I can't say what I want to say. We're having a special guest next week. I don't want to talk about something. Either way, next week we are going to have a special guest, and it it's going to be fun. There's going to be some good shit on this episode, and then we can dig more into obviously why, why I'm dancing around the whole thing. I don't want to mention it, but – Next week, it's going to be five five bits of uh, shit going on. Hopefully, nobody's camera freezes. I'm probably the one that'll have a frozen camera at some point if it's too much for <laughs> when we always have five on the screen. But it's, it's going to be a great guest, a great topic. I encourage, of course, all you guys to tune in next week. Rebecca, anything you want to say before we wrap it up that you've seen, you want to mention, or no? No. Okay, nope. How about you, Nathan? Nope, nope. Never shuts up. <laughs> no, I can't uh... think of anything really new. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know. God, I felt like there was something I'm fucking missing. I swear there was a something about a toy or some shit. Oh, I thought there was something new on a pre-order. I hate that when I can't remember something. So I guess there uh... wasn't. Cause you guys aren't jumping in. Oh, there, there was a uh, wave two of Silverhawks. Oh, I that didn't. got announced recently, but I think we already talked about that, too. I guess there wasn't. No, well, there must not have been nothing recent. And JSP said he asked a question earlier. JSP, I did not see it, so I apologize. So I think that's it. Nobody's popped up anything for final questions. <laughs> so, well, so well, uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, make sure you guys like. I like how he's just, oh, I'll wrap it up. 
I'm gonna have to. There's no last question. So if uh, what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Holy shit! If you guys are new to this, way chick, to go, you old bastard. Son of a bitch. See, I, if you would have sent me a, a fifth one, Rebecca, I would have been in business. While well, she's picking the poop out of her cat's butt. All right. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, ring that bell so you can be notified when we go live. And until next time, have a powerful day. Oh, that wasn't the cat's butt. It's his face. Sorry. He's gonna he's gonna have like a sugar crash. He's just oh, I'm still gonna go running head first in the wall all night. <laughs> yeah. And his tidy wife is getting Mark Underwood like half her on, on Rocket's Modern Life. <laughs> was, was was that the episode when they uh, got the the satellite TV and yeah, they get and, consumed and, by it? Yeah, and, and Heifer's brain goes and it gets lost inside the TV, and Rocket's got to go in after. So Heifer's like flying around the house in his underwear. Yeah, it's funny as hell. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, that, that episode stuck out to me a lot. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, oh, yeah, so since I, ha- I said have a powerful day, uh, Tyler, go ahead and quote. Hey, you get a good look at a T-bone and stick your head up a butcher's ass. Ah. Wouldn't you rather take his word for it? Tommy boy, here we go. Yes. <laughs> no way, that's got to be your bull. <laughs> I, love I love that scene. All oh, right. Oh, he's uh, probably like laughing at David Spade because he's like bombing when, uh, during that sales pitch. God, it's so funny. <laughs> hey, I need to watch Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Yeah, and it's been far too. Yeah, long. yeah. Chris probably falls well, at the coffee table at the beginning of the movie. That, that that's that's uh, doing the podcast with Bozo. Like, just watch that scene. That that's what doing the podcast with him was like. <laughs> Except we weren't laughing when he fell through the table. We we're like, what the fuck? Oh shit! See you guys next week.